So uh, let's say you happen to be a person who... Uh, I am a person. Really? How's yeah. your hair doing? My hair is doing fine. How's your hair doing? I don't know. I, mean, I guess it's doing okay. Yeah. But if you want to protect... I mean, it's there still. Look, yeah, I'm, in, I'm in my 40s. I'm happy Just it's still Just keep looking there. from the front. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's why we don't have an over-the-head view. That's right. Uh, Keeps offers doctor-recommended, uh, clinically proven, research-backed treatments to stop hair loss and improve hair growth. Keeps physicians will help you uh, select the right products and treatments for you and your specific condition and your individual hair uh, loss goal, uh, you know, hair prevention, uh, loss prevention goals. And also Keeps uh, treatment plans are delivered straight to your door at about half the cost of a traditional pharmacy. So it's easy, it's inexpensive, it works. What are you waiting for? Your plan comes with a full year of unlimited messaging so you can connect with your doctor about anything. With Keeps, you get quality expert care without visiting a doctor's office or a pharmacy. Whether you're looking to prevent hair loss, stimulate new hair growth, or just take better care of the hair you have, Keeps has got you covered. Hair loss stops with Keeps. Get 50% off your first order. Go to keeps.com save. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash save. The radio show begins in just seconds. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're with us today. There is a lot to talk about, and we've got some great guests for you on oil and gasoline. Michael Schellenberger uh, joins us, Carol Roth on Your Money, and Megan Kelly on Putin in 30 minutes. Veronica is a listener of ours. She wrote in. She said, hey, Glenn, I have a 12-year-old Labrador, and after one week of giving her rough greens, we saw crazy improvement. Her eyes have become clearer. I had to look twice when she came bounding up the stairs. She hadn't done that in a while. This is amazing. Thank you for recommending rough greens. Veronica, thanks for writing in and letting me know. Um, Your dog will see, or you will see, improvement in your dog. The dog, at least mine does, Veronica does, uh, Stu's does, they start to behave like they are puppies again it's crazy rough greens isn't a dog food it's a supplement that you put on the food i guess they love it because it tastes amazing i mean it doesn't look good to me but all of the vitamins and minerals and other things that are going to contribute for a healthy life including probiotics they are so confident that your dog is going to just you'll see changes in your dog that they want to give the first bag free all you have to do is pay for shipping just to make sure that your dog will eat it Uh, If your dog likes it as much as Uno does, uh, you are in for 
a wild experience with your dog. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck, 833-GLEN33, 833-G-L-E-N-N-33, or roughgreens.com slash Beck. All right, let me give you just a real quick update. Moscow, the uh, stocks, bonds, derivatives <coughs> are going to remain closed today. Trading on the Moscow Exchange stocks and derivative sections, um, it took a beating yesterday. The Russian Central Bank uh, yesterday <clears throat> extended the suspension of trading amid a full-blown financial crisis triggered by Western sanctions. The ruble tumbled to a record low in uh, extreme volatility yesterday. Could somebody bring me a... Oh, I have <coughs> Excuse me. Um, it lost a third of its value. Can you imagine? In one day? In one day. Uh, you know, this is worse, I guess, than the 1998 crash of the ruble. Uh, imagine having, you know, uh, you know $10,000 in the bank account. And, and all of a sudden, you only have the purchasing power of seven or six or five or four thousand. Who yeah. knows where this goes? And so they have closed all of the banks. Um, you can't you can't do anything. This is look how fast this has come. Friday, your ruble was fairly OK. By Monday, you lost 30 percent and all the banks closed. You can't get your money out of the banks now. This is why I have recommended. Please, please have seven days of cash on hand whatever it's going to take whatever you would spend in seven days try to have that amount in cash on hand if you're you're fortunate enough to be able to do it have 30 days of cash on hand now some other things that are going on they are starting to spray paint the russians are starting to spray paint symbols on buildings on the roof and they are now asking for Ukrainians to go up if you're in an apartment building or condominium or whatever to go up and check the roof of the building to see if yours has been spray painted with a giant red X. Um, mercenaries now from Africa with orders to kill Zelensky are uh, now in uh, Kiev. 400 Russian operatives have been deployed uh, to kill the president of Ukraine. The assassins are part of apparently the Wagner group, a militia phone flown into Ukraine from Africa five weeks ago. They were offered a handsome financial bonus if they succeeded. This is according to the uh, Times of London. They are very effective because they're hard to pull, uh, pin down, said General Sir Richard Barons, he said they can appear from the shadows, do very violent things and disappear again without being obvious who was responsible. They are also not directly linked to the Russian government. Therefore, the Kremlin uh, has plausible deniability. Uh, one other thing that I want to hit here. Russians are now suspected of using cluster bombs which we use on the battlefield. If you saw the last ap episode of, um, of James Bond, that was a cluster bomb that they used uh, at the ending. I don't want to spoil, but they used a cluster bomb at the ending. Um, and we use them. We don't use them in civilian areas. It is only for troops uh, or you know munitions. We never use them because you can't direct them. Uh, they just they 
break up into several little bombs that just fly in all directions. They apparently uh, are using that now in civilian areas. That's against the Geneva Convention. Also, they're talking about a vacuum bomb. I had never heard of a vacuum bomb or a thermobaric bomb before. Had to look it up, and I realized we call them fuel air bombs. Fuel air bombs are absolutely terrifying bombs. Also, well, they were, uh, let's just say this, first used by the Nazis. Okay, so it's great. Anyway, uh, against the Geneva Convention, um, they vaporize everything, everything in the area. They're used like if you had to if you had a camp, uh, you know, an an Ebola camp, you know, for kids uh, over, uh, you know, the holidays, you know, and hey, it's summer. Let's go to Ebola camp, whatever. (laughs) If you have like Ebola breakout and everybody is dead. You would want to use a fuel air bomb because it kills everything, absolutely everything. Um, it explodes in the air, shoots fuel out um, in a large area uh, horizontally, and then it ignites. And what it does is it not only incinerates everything below it, it also sucks all of the oxygen out of the area. You don't if you're not vaporized, but you're close enough to it. Um, you spend a couple of minutes on the ground. Your eardrums probably have been uh, blown out. Uh, you're you're you've probably gotten a severe concussion, and then you spend the next couple of minutes gasping for air until you die and suffocate. They are awful. Let me play uh, cut. I think it's cut eleven. Is it not of the bomb? Here's. Here's what they think may be a fuel air bomb or a thermobaric uh, rocket. Okay, this is somebody probably at least a couple of miles away. Knocked off his feet. He can't even keep the camera uh, straight. And now he shows this huge cloud. Huge cloud. Huge cloud. Um, That, they think, is a thermobaric bomb. If that is true, uh, that is against the Geneva Convention. Now, one thing that you have to understand, everybody is trying to get us into a war. Uh, I think Russia is even trying to snag us into a war. Um, I think he wants... World War Three, the Ukrainians are doing what I think we would do if we were in trouble. We would show everything that they're doing and we would say that looks like a thermobaric bomb. That's against the Geneva Convention. Whether it is or not, we don't know for sure. When in doubt, leave it out. If you are trying to make a huge decision on what side you're on, I think we're all on the side of the Ukrainian people, but what side you're on in the debate on how far this should go, what we should be doing, um, don't let things that we don't know. For instance, there was a, there was a, a Ukrainian uh, guy got up in front of the UN and read that letter yesterday. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we don't know if that's true. And quite honestly, you know, the Russian soldier going, and they're just indiscriminately telling us to kill women and children. Come on. 
we don't know if that's true. That's awfully, awfully damning if it is true. Um, I mean, it's a gift to the Ukrainians if that were true. Uh, when in doubt, leave it out. Yeah, you have to go into this with some skepticism. We've seen multiple stories, right? Yeah. You know, like the 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 idea that those guys on the island all died. Remember after the yeah. attack, and they, the, uh, it didn't happen. That didn't happen. The the guy, the plane that was taking out five and six Russian aircraft yeah, per day, the ghost of Ukraine of, of Kiev, yeah, Kiev, yeah, yeah. That doesn't seem to be real. I mean, look, this stuff's going to happen. Some of it is is just propaganda. You have to wonder. You look at this though. We ha- have we heard one positive thing about Russia and their progress? No, no, right? Basically, from the me- the media, no. Now, there's no justification for this war in my mind, and I'm totally uh, on the side of Ukraine. However, you have to imagine good things are probably happening Correct. for Russia in their progress here. We don't, we're not hearing much about it. We're only hearing about the Ukrainian heroes, which are there and they exist, and that's real. But you know, now let's just make sure you understand. Yeah. We're only getting one side. This is this is new. We've we've never done anything like this except maybe World War Two. But even then, uh, it, it, I don't think it was this uh, locked down in the 30s, maybe when we were at war. But you heard both sides of the war you know leading up to it we're not we're not well, i don't think there are both sides as to whether the no whether war or not this happen. is good I, yeah. i'm saying you would hear things that russia i'm sorry that the you know germans were rounding up all the jews and then you would hear no that wasn't happening right, right. it was not one-sided yeah it, it is it is pretty interesting i mean i think you, you listen to the tone of the coverage from the mainstream media you would think ukraine is is about to just chase them out of the country like they're on the, they're retreating yeah but the, the other side of that is i mean there was a 40 mile convoy right yeah of, uh, coming from belarus and uh the re- it, reports it, this are, today are the second largest city is surrounded yeah and it is uh it's it's about to get ugly I think. what they're bringing uh with them seems to be very ugly putin it, it may be upping the uh, ante here and i think the pushback from ukraine which has been more fierce than maybe was expected by putin can't is, stand that is going to cause them to become they're not going to be like, ah, oh, darn it, they're fighting back. Let's go home. Yeah. They're going to be they're going to say, oh, they're fighting back. Oh, yeah. Well, wait till you see what we have next. And that's what you're seeing with the cluster bombs and the yeah. hyperbaric bar, bar, uh, thermobaric bombs. And you're you also need to understand that um, if Putin gets worse, you're going to start seeing horrors uh, on television. You're going to start seeing uh, a lot of dead people and dead children and everything else. Um, all right. Let me take a quick one minute break, and then I'm going to talk to you about how the world has changed overnight in dramatic ways. And it's important for you to understand, and I'll give it to you here in 60 seconds. Megan Kelly is coming up in about uh, 10 minutes. Stand by for that. Patriot Mobile is our sponsor. It's time to admit to yourself you are paying far too much for your cell phone service. It's okay. Been there. Done that. We all have. Um, under normal circumstances, I mean, you do you, boo. But here's the thing. Uh, Chances are is you are with one of the major phone companies, and you are also then 
helping support leftist causes, things like Planned Parenthood. That is uh, that's not good. I don't want to do that. That is why I have switched to Patriot Mobile. In fact, I bought a phone just so I could be a member of Patriot Mobile and support them. I, I love these guys. They are on the front lines all the time. Stu, remind me, you you have to tell the Patriot Mobile story about you and local schools. Yeah, yeah. They were, they're working behind the scenes. They're not even you know promoting this stuff. They're working yeah. behind the scenes to make sure that these school boards aren't going crazy. It's, they're, it's a great company. They're amazing. Uh, PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code Beck. You're going to save. You'll get the same great service. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Or call 972-PATRIOT. 10 seconds. Station ID. All right, let me talk to you here about what has happened just over the last handful of days. I mean, really, this happened beginning over the weekend. Europe is no longer in their post-Cold War era and that kind of state of mind. Uh, it, is, it is happening at such a rapid pace. Uh, we're not really sure what's happening at this point. Um, the people who have always been you know, saying Russia, Russia, Russia. Most of Europe has not listened to them for a long time, especially those in Eastern Europe who have been campaigning for tougher measures against the Kremlin. They have been ignored by almost everybody, Germany, Italy, France. No other region other than Europe has overturned its foreign policy. Die hard orthodoxies like they have in a heartbeat in Europe, uh, the German chancellor has declared that he will vastly increase his country's defense spending and start shipping arms to Ukraine. OK, I really don't like it when Germany says, you know, what? we just got to start building arms. That kind of makes me nervous. Uh, the top leader in the German Green Party. Now, this is a, the Green Party. Where did that start? Anti nuke, right? Not anti not an anti nuke like missiles anti-nuclear energy they have just declared an openness to keeping the nuclear plants operating in germany if it helps reduce reliance on russian energy oh, okay. huh okay eight member nations of the european union said they now wanted to start membership negotiations with ukraine European Commission President Ursula von, von der Leyen said she'd be open to it. On Monday, Ukrainian President Zelensky formally sent an application to Brussels. It is an end of an era, said former Estonian uh, president, who once dis was dismissed by Finnish leaders as having post-Soviet stress for his approach on Russia. What you have grown up with in the last 30 years, he said, is over we are now somewhere else i want you just to hear that message we are no longer living in the world and if you are if you are planning to win an election your freedom uh, or anything and you think we are still living in the post-soviet world we are not Everything has changed. 
in the early 1900s, there were three big schools of thought, especially in Europe. There was National Socialism, fascism, International Socialism, communism, and liberal progressivism, individual social rights with collectivist economic ideas. In America, we had all of these, except we had another one, classical liberalism, which is the conservative voice at this point. That was the dominant voice in much of the U.S. The 20th century has been dominated by those ideas. Nazis and Soviets went to war um, because they couldn't agree on what kind of socialism. Was it state socialism or international socialism? Um, Was it internationalist or nationalist? Today, the ideological uh, uh, battle in, in most of the world is not between those who support individual liberty and those who support big government. We feel this way in America, but you must wake up. This is the debate in America because we still have tens of millions of people who believe in free markets and individual liberty, but they don't have... <clears throat> They don't have that in Europe. The rest of the world is debating international fascism, which is the Great Reset, and national fascism, which is China and Russia. Still progressives in Europe, but they aren't leading the charge anymore. Putin and Dugan and President Xi, they are nationalists. They see international fascism as a grave threat to their nationalistic plans for the future, and for good reason. Biden, Kerry, and much of the leaders in the EU, Soros, etc., etc., are globalist, internationalist, who believe that any kind of nationalism will slow their progress. I don't know the driving factor, what's going on in Ukraine, but it is a key component in international politics today and on many other issues, and I wouldn't rule out its connection. Um, to one of these movements i don't know here's the here's the scary part if either of those two win we lose freedom understand this is the battle that you are actually fighting international socialism or national socialism the great reset um the great reset or China's system, one of the two. Which one are we going to choose? I hope the answer is neither. I'll have more on this in the third hour that is quite stunning, the developments on this and how it's all playing out. But first, Megyn Kelly on Putin next. The Glenn Beck Program. I want you to think about something for a minute. Uh, If you're not as self-reliant as you can possibly be, the chances are you're going to regret it in the near future. And uh, those odds are pretty high. I don't know if you've taken a look at the news lately, but it ain't pretty. And even some sort of Armageddon disaster, even if that's not right around the corner, which it might be, I'm starting. It's still important that you're prepared for any kind of disaster that could happen. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to your family. So may I suggest that you get stocked up with emergency food from My Patriot Supply. It is an easy way to prepare for anything and everything we might experience. Hopefully we never have to use it. But I will tell you, odds are growing 
against that rapidly. Do yourself a favor. Go to preparewithglenn.com. You'll save $150 on their special three-month emergency food kit. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, snacks, 2,000 calories a day. It is great. $150 savings on their three-month emergency food kit. Go to preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com. Do you think this is a good time to understand The Great Reset? Yeah, might want to read The Great Reset by Glenn Beck. It's available at glennsnewbook.com. Available in stores now again. Oh, wow. You are seeing The Great Reset play out on a global scale with uh, Russia. And uh, Senator Wicker from, where is he from, Alabama? Bama, Mississippi. Mississippi. Uh, he he just suggested that we um, enact a no-fly zone and uh, our planes police the air of. That's insanity. He's suggesting a coalition do it, which uh-huh. we would be a part of. Okay, yeah, uh, okay. But man, that, that's just so like, then the whole world is at war with Russia. That's great. That seems to be a bad idea. Yeah, Megan Kelly is uh, joining us, uh, journalist, host of the Megan Kelly Show. Uh, you can hear it on uh, XM Sirius uh, or Sirius XM Triumph Channel One Eleven, which is right after this program. Megan, welcome. How are you? Hi. Hi, Glenn. I'm doing great. So you are one of the few people that have sat down with Putin a couple of times. And I, I, I don't there's something missing here. He has either uh, a brain tumor uh, or he is playing for something different because Putin is way too smart. Uh, he knows what this is going to cost his country. What is he doing well, I do think that he's underestimated uh, the Ukrainians and Zelensky, and that's uh, that's not like him. That's a that's a fault in his step, which we are not used to seeing. And I haven't I interviewed him three times, but I haven't sat with him since 2018. And the reports are that over COVID and the isolation, he may have gone a little bonkers. Um, there, I think it was the uh, a foreign minister of UK who kind of said exactly that. Um, I have no idea whether that's true, but he's obviously misstepped here. He's underestimated the Ukrainians and he's underestimated the world response. And what he's getting as a result is exactly what he least wanted. A a stronger NATO, more countries wanting to be a part of NATO, more countries wanting to be a part of the EU, uh, including Ukraine, Mm -hmm. and an international coalition that's unified against him, not to mention what's happening to his economy as a result of all this. So you would agree that he is a bloodthirsty killer um wouldn't you well of course i mean his his past demonstrates i mean i don't know about bloodthirsty but he's certainly a killer and you know the thing about putin is i'll say this not in his defense but just to contextualize who he is he he lives in a very rough neighborhood and he grew up during a very different time yeah and the way russia's been run has essentially been you're a strong man or you die Mm-hmm. And there's a reason he's stayed in power so long, because he understands Correct. it's a kleptocracy. And if he leaves power, he'll be killed or he'll go to jail. And that the Russian people, for the most part, respect, respect the strongman. They, they want to see that. They don't want to necessarily see murders, but right. they want the strongman. They've been raised in a different way than we have. 
Um, but Putin, above all, I mean, having spent a fair amount of hours with the guy, is manipulative and cunning. And he is brilliant. He's very smart. Right. Praise him out of context. I understand what he's doing. But he usually is five steps ahead of everyone else in the room, which is why it is so shocking to see this going the way it's going. I mean, he certainly could have unleashed hell on the Ukrainians from day one and taken them out. So I think he understood this should be incremental in some way, but he didn't plan for losing the PR war. That's something he never loses. He's losing the PR war in a way that's extraordinary because he normally has his bots. I mean, you want to talk about control. He controls the Internet in a way we have come to fully appreciate. So the fact that Zelensky's even able to get out these videos, these sort of lion-hearted videos that are making the world swoon, is remarkable. That Putin couldn't stop it is remarkable. So th- much of Ukraine has a, uh, a Russian Internet company. I mean, almost all of Ukraine is Russian. Why wouldn't he have not? It's, it's just something doesn't feel right to me, Megan. Because I, I, when, when uh, Trump says, you know, he's a genius or whatever he's been saying, I agree. He is. He's also evil, um, but he is a genius. And he, this is just not feeling right coming from him. The thing about, I, I wrestle with that term, evil. People ask me that when I went over there, there to interview him. I don't, I don't put him in the field of someone like an Adolf Hitler, who enjoyed the killing, enjoyed torture, did it because he had no humanity. I think Putin has some humanity. He's just goal-oriented in a way that's sick. He's he has no caring for human life. It's not like he's he's concerned about any of these Ukrainians, but he's mission focused. He I think he thinks net net in the grand scheme. This is just this is right. Um, And so like everything he's done till now, till the actual invasion has made some strategic sense from a man who wants to rebuild the USSR, who thinks, you know, the collapse Mm -hmm. of the Soviet Union was the biggest calamity of the 20th century. Mm -hmm. Um, it hasn't been a surprise that he's done many power grabs, what he did in Georgia, what he did in Crimea. And he's very angry about what the United States did when Hillary Clinton was secretary of state in Ukraine. So I understood some incremental moves. I didn't support them, but I understood what he was doing. The full inv- invasion, which would turn the world against him in a way that was somewhat predictable, is the thing that doesn't make sense. And I agree with your assessment on that. It just it, there must be something going on that we're missing. So he's being pushed closer and closer to China. Uh, they already are, you know, just made a, a deal on coal uh, from Russia to China. It, the alliances are, are starting to uh, stack up. What should we do? I mean, the, the, I mean, we're hearing crazy things like, hey, let's enforce a no-fly zone. That puts us in direct war with Russia. Yeah, that's right. Now, I understand why people are having that reaction. It's, it's tugging at people's heartstrings, you know, across the globe. And you get reports of civilian casualties and even children dying. And us being the United States of America, the instinct has always been, right. we're, we're the good guys. Go we're help the ones them. Go in. Right, go help them. And honestly, Glenn, if we hadn't done Iraq and done 20 years of Afghanistan, maybe we'd be doing that, mm-hmm. right? Maybe we would have had some resolve to go in there. But the American people are not just war-weary. We are war-weary. But we've lost faith in our military leaders. Remember when Trump came out and he was like, I'm smarter than the generals. 
and people were like, "Oh my god!" Like who who would criticize the the generals this way? And I'm not I don't know who's smarter, but my point is his attempt to undermine them was right on point because they have proven time and time again they're not very good at this. We haven't won a war in decades, and we're certainly not prepared for extended conflicts. We've proven that. The guys at the top, like Milley, do you trust him no. to handle this? No. And, and it, right? No one does. No. So I think the instinct here in our country is dead on, which is we would like to help in whatever way we can, short of getting involved in another military conflict, which we no longer believe we can successfully run. Well, especially not just because of Milley and, and what happened in Afghanistan, but because, I, I mean, you know, the polls are showing, what is it, 59% of independents say that they don't think Biden has the mental capacity. And I don't say that with glee. I, I actually say that with profound sadness uh, and, and worry for him and our own uh, our country. Uh, you, we've watched him over the last year. He's not the same man he was even 12 months ago. And to process this kind of information 24-7, uh, I'm not sure we have a president that's up to it. Yeah, I don't think anyone knows who's really calling the shots right now uh, at the White House. Isn't I mean, that I, a problem? I can, I can see that we're not leading. I can see that Europe is galvanizing in a way that we haven't seen in 75 years yeah. and that the United States is not the leader. In any way, we're not organizing it. He's on a couple of conference calls, but we're not out in front of this, even when it comes to the economic sanctions. So I'm sure we'll hear a different story from him tonight. Oh, yeah. um, but I also think that the American people, I think it's the same number, 59%, believe that it was Joe Biden's weakness that got us to this point. It's not to blame Putin's behavior on Joe Biden or America. It's to contextualize what made him think he could get away with this. Sure. And, you know, it... it it involves a lot of things, but yes, our economic situation, our inflational situation, which is absolutely in part on Joe Biden, our, our unnecessary infighting and hyper-focus on things that mean absolutely nothing but are totally divisive, like CRT and you know, men swimming against women in you know, swim meets, all of those things, which Putin 100% has amplified. I mean, if there's one thing I learned in meeting with former FBI, CIA, and other intel guys before I went over there, the few times I did to interview him, it's that forget Russiagate. That's not the same as this. Putin did interfere in the election in a way where he was manipulating divisions online. The Chinese do it too. They see something that's already dividing us and they amplify it nonstop. So th that's Putin's dream to have us fighting over this nonsense that Biden's White House continues to stoke, you know, putting Nicole Hannah-Jones in K-12 through education and you know all these things we see with parents that are making them show up at these school board meetings and they wind up getting dragged out with their naked stomachs exposed with absolutely no respect for human dignity the russians see that they amplify it through their bots they have systems that do it so all of that creates a divided united states that's already falling apart economically with no plan i mean if biden had gotten bbb through can you imagine the situation we'd be in oh right now? Economically? Oh, my right? gosh. Right? Joe Manchin yeah. saved him from himself. Um, they love it. And that and Putin accurately smelled weakness. Um, Megan, uh, have you ever experienced a time um, in American history where you know you don't believe the Russians? Okay, I know I don't believe Putin. I know I don't believe the Russian press. However... 
I don't think I believe our press either. In fact, I know I don't. I I was last week I was driving in the car and I was listening. I'm like, I don't know if that's true. And for the first time, I realized I have no place to go on this story to where I feel like I'm getting the honest word because both I mean, we're silencing voices who have any kind of opposing opinion on this. And I don't think there is any ambiguity uh, on uh, on, you know, the Ukrainian people are the good ones. But I don't trust any government at all in this. Is it just me? It's not just you. And I think it's been coming for a while. And I think most of us experienced it at the beginning of COVID as well. I mean, I'll I'll go back to a tweet I sent out last, it was March, I think, of 2020, when COVID was just unfolding. And Trump gave a presser at the White House, which was all over the place. And he had to clean it up, as people did 15 minutes later. He was saying we were imposing a travel ban on the Europeans, we weren't, and so on. And I remember tweeting out after that presser saying, I don't know where to go for real information. I don't Mm -hmm. trust him. Uh, and, And I don't trust the media. Because they smell blood in the water. This could be the one thing that would ruin Trump's reelection. And so they're pumping bad information to scare us. And because they know it will hurt him, which they 100% did. And all these blue check journalists on Twitter, Glenn, I mean, guys I know from the New York Times and from NBC, started to DM me privately and say, how could someone in your position write such a thing? You know, you don't trust the media. And then the next step. You, you don't trust the CDC. You, you don't trust the WHO. Those are places you go for information. That's, mm-hmm. And I remember saying then, no, I don't. I don't. And I was right. I don't trust any of those people. You know, we were misled by our leaders, by certainly our public health officials, uh, and 100% by our media who did use COVID to get rid of Trump and to this day continues to lie about COVID. And we're in the same boat. We're in the exact same boat when it comes to this because the, the media has decided. I, I mean, the I have to say, in Glenn Greenwald's defense, he's right that the media's natural instinct is to be war hawks. Yes. It's the one area in which they're not bleeding heart liberals. They don't go sort of Mm -hmm. far left. They're, they're, I think it's because they're elitists. They have a lot of money. They don't want any lifestyle of their own compromised or threatened in any way. And they put themselves in this situation. But the media is very pro-war. So you do have to pump the brakes a little. And you hear things like no fly zones um, and ask yourself whether you're be- being given the right information. Yeah. I will say this. I think the um, I think the narrative about, about Zelensky is believable. I, I think this guy was a comedian. He was a Dancing with the Stars guy. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> believed this guy was going to be anything. Right. We thought he'd all tuck, tuck tail and run. And he hasn't. And that is extraordinary. Yeah, I agree. Megan Kelly, I know you have a show to do right after this program on uh, Sirius XM. Thank you so much for uh, talking to us. Megan Kelly. My pleasure. God bless. All right. Um, one thing you can do to get a great night's sleep uh, is to call my pillow and get a my pillow or their Giza dream sheets, which are amazing. They're made from the world's best cotton, Giza cotton. They're ultra soft and breathable. They're durable. They get softer every time that you wash them. Right now, they're at their lowest price ever. They're 60% off. Coming in now as low as $39.99. Go ahead. Find a sheet that is this durable, is this great, 
this soft at thirty nine ninety nine. You won't find one. And they have a 60 day money back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, Click on the radio listener specials. Check out the flash sale on the Giza Dream Sheets. And with a promo code back, you'll also get a copy of Mike Lindell's uh, book for free when you purchase. Enter the promo code back. Call 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. Promo code back. MyPillow.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Uh, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Thank you so much for listening, not hearing, but thank you so much for listening to this, uh, this program. Um, I have to, I have to share some tweets later on in the program from George Soros on Ukraine. Boy, he is, a he is on the Twitters like crazy. Is he? Yeah. You wouldn't think that he would be a guy that would, you know would even know what the twitters are uh, but he does and his 14 year old girlfriends though they know yeah they, they do, know they do know mm-hmm. uh and he is very very strong on what the what the west should be doing right now in ukraine and holy cow we we better consider that uh, because he doesn't have an ulterior motive or does he i'll tell you all about it coming up <laughs> 